happy, happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. Ah, we are Series 10, Episode Number 3 on Momentum. Man, this is going to be a great, great episode here today. Last week, we talked about cognitive drag. What an amazing Melvinism. Yes, those are words that Melvin creates. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about that today and how to reduce it. I think it's going to be a great, great show because once I've realized is that so many people are experiencing cognitive drag. Yes, and and you you uh, just before you uh, turned on the microphones here yes, for us, you were yes. you were saying that you even mentioned that term to two or three other people. Listen, there, the audience—they're just—they're they're such great loyal people. They are no cognitive drag there. No, not a bit. <laughs> And they always have that that same exuberance. The same momentum. Yes, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, momentum. And speaking of momentum, we uh, are experiencing some uh, emotional momentum here mm, mm. with uh, a decaf delight. I love it. Here at this time in the afternoon, uh, our our hostess Mm -hmm. has to have uh, something with reduced or no caffeine in it. Because she gets so cranked in the yes. day. I mean, just, uh, just pumped. that, that uh, I tell you, so to get rid of that cognitive drag for you mm-hmm. is uh, is not drink caffeinated coffee, right? Exactly. I'm not a big caffeine person. It doesn't really settle as well with me. Yeah. So what I like about Principio is that I have decaf, mm-hmm. but it doesn't taste like decaf. You know, that, that's an interesting thing about what Principio's done with this decaf coffee. Mm-hmm. I've had people who don't usually drink decaf at all just because, you know, they don't, they don't drink decaf. Yeah, you think but, it's weak. And, yeah, but know. they love coffee. Mm-hmm. And so one lady uh, who is retired, and she has a flower garden, veggie garden, and all that, and she loves walking in her garden in the cool of the day. That almost sounds like it's scriptural, right? Mm-hmm. And, and she, she would love, she loves walking in her garden in the morning with a cup of coffee, but then she didn't have it in the afternoon because of the caffeine. So I sent her a sample of this and she sent, she ordered some and she sent me a special thank you. Said, thank you so much. Because she said, uh, even she sent me a text one afternoon when she said, I'm walking through my garden and I have a cup of the Principio decaf Mm -hmm. and it's so delightful. I love it. And has, she, has she named this blend here? Uh, no, uh, no, but it, it, it's a good. I mean, I don't know. I think she just drinks it black. She mm. just she just makes a coffee and downs it. Oh yeah, she's a connoisseur. Yes, I'm, yeah, she. I'm a kid. With she this loves. Thing. Co- yeah. I, I gotta have the other stuff in it. And what uh, and what Clarissa has here this afternoon is our mm. uh, delightful decaf, and it is um, a vanilla infused. Maple latte. Oh, it's delicious. With just a sprinkle of cinnamon. Yeah, it's it's great. It it tastes like um, chocolate. Isn't yes, it? but there's no chocolate. In there's it. no chocolate in it. Wow, that's the amazing thing about specialty coffee, arabica mm-hmm. coffee that's grown at uh, higher elevations. Mm-hmm. Takes longer to ripen. It's only one harvest a year, whereas robusta coffee that's grown down close to sea level right. gets uh, sometimes two harvests a year. Mm-hmm. So. This coffee, it, it, it takes a, and really as soon as we harvest in, uh, in, in the wintertime, which would be our winter time, mm-hmm. November, December, January, even before harvest is finished, the plants are already putting on blossoms. Wow. 
And so it's like this fruit is maturing over a period of nine to 11 months because it just, it, uh, at that elevation and uh, Principio practices agroforestry where they go in and cut out the undergrowth in rainforest mm-hmm. and then plant coffee to replace the undergrowth mm. so that it, it's in the shade so it never gets direct sun so that the, uh, the cherry fruit, the coffee fruit, coffee cherry, it ripens very slowly. And that creates a very dense coffee seed, coffee bean, mm-hmm. and it gives it a, 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 a broad uh, profile mm. so that you can pick up those nuances of flavors in coffee. And this one ha- happens to have a, just an undertone of, of chocolate. But you know what I like about Principio, and then we'll um, get on with the episode, is that um, when I drink it, I, I like flavored coffee. You know, every now and then I'll have a little regular, but I'm not a regular girl. So even when I'm drinking the flavored coffees, you can still enjoy the fact that it's coffee. So there's some coffees you can get that are so commercial. And when you get the coffee, you forget that you're actually drinking coffee. You taste (laughs) everything else but coffee. You know, and I hate that. I mean, what's the purpose? What's the point? So when I'm drinking Principio, I can still tell I'm, I'm still drinking coffee. But it has a little, just a little, um, just a little sprinkle of flavor. But I still, I'm able to still enjoy the Principio coffee way. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I love it. All right. Can we say, we, we can't say enough about Principio because you know why? Tell you me. You know why? Tell me. Because they're your sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the drum roll That's on that right. one. <laughs> we can, let's get our crowd together there. Oh, yes, yeah. there you go. There you go. Yeah, Principio. They, they love Principio <laughs> coffee. Yes. And uh, I'm going to be going back to Honduras in uh, a few weeks. Okay. And I'll be making a trip to one of the Principio Farm partners. Mm. And we're, uh, we're doing some expansion on the production of the dried coffee cherry, mm-hmm. the cascara. Mm-hmm. Because this, this fall and winter, we, uh, we plan on working with Principio um, by the way, uh, LifeWorks isn't just a, a coaching program. LifeWorks is expanding into be into becoming a life management yes. system. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yes, so that we we work with individuals, not just in life coaching, but also if they if they need help with uh, personal finances, mm-hmm. uh, we have some uh, some finance coaches that are available. Uh, we have uh, legal coaching. Right now, we're not talking about legal representation, mm-hmm. but we do have an attorney uh, who is a coach, and uh, he he will he offers uh, you know legal coaching. Yes, like uh, just to uh, you know let someone know just to think through the process with them, mm-hmm. and we're also adding uh, management systems to our LifeWorks program where we help people manage even their household things, household budgets, mm. but also now moving into companies, helping companies manage uh, their I lo- systems. I, love that. I, I like that because you are sometimes, and I, I haven't worked in corporate America, um, Melvin, for a minute. And <clears throat> what I do know is that 
A lot of uh, companies in corporate America, they're only focused on the bottom line in the production. Yes. They could care less about the employees, but they're the ones that's bringing the production. They're the ones that's causing a creation of the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But with the services that you're offering uh, with LifeWorks and the companies that you're working with, it's saying, hey, we care about your mental health. We want to make sure you're good at home. You know, because why are we even going to work? Because we want to make sure we're good at home financially. But your mind has to match up with that. If you're making $150,000 a year, but you're still working paycheck to paycheck, that's a problem. Yes. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons that we have branched out with LifeWorks coaching into LifeWorks management systems. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there was this uh, one company that uh, we're offering LifeWorks life coaching as a uh, employee benefit oh, to awesome. them. And uh, he really liked the idea of the uh, personal finance mm-hmm. coaching mm-hmm. because he had like a single guy making 150 grand a year that was wanting, to, uh, feeling like he had to change jobs or even change careers because he couldn't get by. Wow. 150,000 single man. And so it was like, no, that person doesn't need another job. He just needs some management help mm-hmm. with his finances. And so uh, it, it, wow. it's really been great just to see how um, this has grown and expanded. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that it, what made all this possible is learning to get rid of some cognitive drag. Mm. Wow. And uh, by reducing cognitive drag, we, we promote creativity. So one of the primary advantages of diminishing cognitive drag Mm -hmm. is to increase creativity. Mm. And uh, so we'll just segue right on into our our cognitive drag program here (laughs) uh, from Principio and LifeWorks. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what you you got there? Uh, You know, when I'm I'm thinking about the the cognitive drag, I realized that I was kind of dealing with that too. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like, cognitive drag, that sounds like me, you know. And and after the, the podcast, uh, just kind of talking with random people uh, and even some people that I've coached, um, they, I, you know, I've learned that they're dealing a little bit with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good, good thing about cognitive drag is that it's not cognitive stop. <laughs> you know, you're still moving. It's just you're dragging in the process. So that was that made me feel a lot better. Said, Cognitive oh, stop. Yeah, I, I'm still moving. <laughs> it's wanna... just a little drag. <laughs> so I'm ready to get rid of that. Um, and I've really been looking forward to the uh, episode today. Yes. Just so we all can get rid of uh, that drag that's in our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I want to begin uh, by uh, by just thinking about what happens when when we are free to feel and think Mm -hmm. and dream and envision things you know the uh the most creative force in the entire universe entire universe uh my wife tells me i'm vowelly challenged if she's listened to this she'll (laughs) just have more evidence of that (laughs) the universe Mm -hmm. uh, is of course jehovah the creator god Mm -hmm. So let's just think for a moment. Uh, how much cognitive drag does he have to put up with? Oh, None. No. He's way above that. Mm-hmm. And so all the force and all the power that's within him is just released in creativity. Mm-hmm. And so uh, 
I, I want to challenge our listeners today to just think about, you may consider yourself to be creative person or not so creative or not creative at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I will just uh, go ahead and make a bold statement here. If you feel like that you're not very creative or not creative at all, I would say if you do some of these things to reduce cognitive drag in your life, that you will become more creative. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, is, that could be a remedy to writer's block. Yes. That's Absolutely. A, that's a form of cognitive drag. It is. Wow. Yes. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we talked uh, the first two uh, episodes in this series mm-hmm. on cognitive, on, uh, we talked about cognitive drag, but it was momentum. Yes. And uh, so let's just review just quickly here. Momentum is, is a, a way to measure the force of a moving object. Mm-hmm. And there are two things that determine momentum. And that is how fast an object is moving and, and its weight. Now, I think you how, said how was dense it mass it is. and velocity, was it? Or mass yes. And okay. Mass times velocity okay. equals momentum. Mm. Okay. So uh, if you have a, let's just say, a 10-pound object that's moving uh, at 20 miles an hour, mm. right? So that'd be 10 times 20. That'd be 200. It'd have a, a momentum uh, uh, efficiency of uh, 200, right? So you multiply. So you can increase the speed or you can increase the mass mm-hmm. in order to increase the force or increase the momentum. And why is momentum important? Because momentum is uh, is what allows us to have greater impact mm-hmm. when the force that we're using it has a greater impact when the force is applied to anything. And the big payoff with reducing cognitive drag is when we want to focus on thinking or when we want to focus on problem solving, yes. want to focus on, on ideas and creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at the less drag we have, the more momentum we have, the greater that force of impact that can come up against those challenges that we have. And, you know, there, there is not any challenge in the world that more creativity can't solve. When, when, God, uh, when God wanted, uh, I don't know, I don't know, you can't, I can't say he woke up one morning because he never does sleep, but, <laughs> you know, just in eternity past when he just said, you know, I, I, today I just feel like, uh, you know, creating something. Yeah. So he just said, let's, let's try this. Let there be light. And there it was. <laughs> and then let there be, and there it was, and let there be, and there it was. And the power of speaking something into existence is because there is tremendous momentum. And what do we call it? We call it a creative force. And the momentum that we have, as a matter of fact, speaking things, uh, and we're getting a little deep here again yeah. <laughs> already, but speaking things actually adds momentum because it directs our, our, our energies. So when, when we speak things like, uh, uh, and it, it, uh, it could decrease uh, the energy behind our movement in life and whatever we're trying to accomplish. If we would go around saying, I'm no good, I'll never mount anything. I never could do that. 
uh, I, I won't ever get out of debt. If we go around saying all that, then that decreases the force that moves us through the challenges of life. And you know, and I'm going kind of going back to uh, episode two, and those are, are two of the those things you just said was a part of the D's uh, in the cognitive drag, and that's mm-hmm. the, that causes discouragement. That's depression. When you're depressed, you have negative thoughts. Yes. And you speak negative words. Yes. Um, and then, you know, that, that throws up those barriers. Yes. Huh. And so to, to speak things, and so that's why the, the Bible talks about speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, wh- whatever there is, whatever we see in the, in the material world, whether it's something that God created, and by the way, that came with a spoken word. Everything you see was created through a spoken word. Right. And everything else that's man-made or that man created or did, it had to start somewhere with a thought, and then that thought was given momentum by the spoken word. Hmm. When the Wright brothers said to each other one day, I believe we can fly. They'd both been thinking that for quite a while. But when I started talking about it, mm. now, uh, some of us can remember uh, back in the beginning of uh, romantic days. Right. And when you, uh, when, you know, you're a couple and you, you really are uh, liking one another and you just begin each thinking independently of the other, you know, what would it be like to live with this person? You think, well, yeah, we might get married in a couple of years. Well, nothing adds momentum to that like talking about it. That's right. <laughs> hmm. And and what happens is that whenever we speak, it, uh, it it adds to that force, and it cuts down on the cognitive drag. Because when we speak positive things, it it, it opens up our mind to be able to align with a vision. Hmm. That's good. Yes, yeah. and then it gets more focused. Now, uh, so we're going to talk about cognitive drag and ways to, uh, to decrease it. So last week we ended the session, uh, the episode, by saying that there are certain things that we can do that will diminish cognitive drag. Right. And what I mean by that is to be able to maintain or even increase our force and our momentum of what we're trying to accomplish mm. without adding any extra energy to it. That's almost foreign to our experience, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Boy, if, if, if I want this to move faster, I'm going to have to work harder. I'm going to have to work longer. I'm going to have to put more energy into right. it. Well, that, that's, that's a way of thinking that doesn't uh, take into consideration uh, the principle of, of momentum that we can learn from physics and then apply it to uh, other areas of life. And, uh, for example, uh, a car. Remember, we talked last week about a car just driving down the road. It creates uh, there's there's uh, resistance. That's the wind, and then as that wind goes around the car, when it comes back together, it creates drag and actually puts a vacuum on the back of that moving, you know, object that car, holding it back. So you can actually burn the same amount of gas, same amount of energy, and if you just change the shape of that car in the back, like put a spoiler on it, for yeah, example, yeah. you decrease drag so that you can actually get greater force 
with the same amount of energy put into it. Wow. Okay, are you, are you with me there yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the, to decrease cognitive drag, this is why it's worth considering this and, and understanding it and then applying it. Mm-hmm. Because we all have limited amounts of energy each day. We can only do certain amount of physical or mental energy. But that's we expend a certain amount of energy, but that has nothing to do with how much force we can apply because as we decrease drag, we're adding to that momentum without adding energy, right? without burning more gasoline or more emotional or, or mental brain power. Okay, so to change the shape of an object, it, it can decrease drag. Now, how does that apply in life? Well, the, the shape of something is, is the way that you see it coming about. Right? So just like a, a car's vehicle, we're going to get in that car and we're going to go down the road. So we really don't care what shape it is. You know, we, did, we like for it to look nice and all that. But uh, with gasoline prices going up, then we're kind of concerned about, right. you know, uh, about getting uh, more uh, momentum, a greater force there going farther on, the, on you know, even a, a lesser amount of energy. So it's the same thing with us. It, it's how, how do you or how do I envision this taking place and and that's where uh the the team effect can help us reduce cognitive drag so that we we get uh it it changes the shape of our vision it changes the shape of the of the vehicle quote unquote that we're using which are our ideas our goals our visions Whatever it is, you say, okay, I want to be, I want to be debt free in two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what vehicle are you going to use to get there? You you can either increase income or decrease expenses or do both. And if you do both, you're you're actually uh, decreasing that financial drag there. Right, right. On, on your on your finances, mm-hmm. but uh, for for something that you want to accomplish in life, you have to have some vehicle, and that vehicle is your plan that you're going to use to get to that goal. You know, I, I'm going to digress here a little. That's why life works, life coaching is so important. Because some people don't view planning as being simple or simplistic. Mm-hmm. And so life coaching helps you to develop a plan, not only a plan, but a plan that's workable mm-hmm. and a plan that's doable. And it doesn't seem like it's so far down the road, and you sometimes you need someone else to help you navigate uh, through that plan and, and put it together. And so, um, since some people will skate around that, they they won't do a plan because in their minds it kind of scares them off. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one thing that uh, that a plan uh, brings to light is accountability. Mm. If I make a plan and set a goal, then there's a certain amount of accountability I have there. So that's what people are running from. <laughs> Nobody wants to be held accountable. <laughs> Too many times, that's true. Mm. And you know that that is one thing that can it, it's it's uh, it's counterintuitive. That is, mm. it it doesn't really make sense until we think about it on a deeper level. Right. But uh, accountability actually reduces cognitive drag mm. because it it helps us. To understand 
that uh, that I have an obligation to do this, so that's going to help me focus. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be accountable to do something, then that helps me focus. It it helps me it helps me move. Uh, maybe not with with less resistance, but it helps me move with more intention. And intentionality reduces cognitive drag because it promotes focus. So focusing on on something changes the shape of the vehicle that you're using to get to your goal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's how it happens mentally and emotionally and, and even spiritually. And, and the reason that teamwork reduces cognitive drag is because you get a team member on board with you that shares your vision. That changes the shape of that vehicle. Yeah, I like that. That you're going to each use. So let's just think about it like this. Uh, more than one person can ride in most vehicles. Right. Right? So uh, it's, it's actually less expensive for two people to take a trip together in a car than one. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're both going there together, you're sharing that expense. Now, teamwork in, in goals and in, in life and projects, whether it would be like in a family or even if it's in a business, it actually is less expensive on the mental energy there mm-hmm. because you have more than one person that's moving that direction. Right, right. Wow. And it actually changes the shape of that vehicle, okay. which is your plan. Mm-hmm. And so to, to change the shape of that vehicle so that it, it has less drag on it, then you don't even have to increase the, uh, the amount of energy that you put into it uh, to go farther or to have a greater impact you know, when you do reach your goal. And a big part of that is, uh, is another dynamic that we call synergy. Mm. And synergy decreases cognitive drag. Mm. It not only adds to the force that's there, but it automatically subtracts from the resistance and from the drag that's involved. Let me look at Webster here. I like that word, synergy. And actually, I had a talk show years ago in South Carolina called Synergy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a teen uh, talk show. Yeah. Synergy. I like that. So she's looking up. Uh, and it is a real word. Okay. I didn't just dream that one yeah, up. Yeah, it wasn't no. a Melvinism this time. <laughs> <Synergy. laughs> it, it's a real word. So it's what does it say? Word. Uh, broadly combined action and operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second definition is a mutually advantageous conjunction or compatibility of distinct business participants or elements, such as resources or efforts. Okay. Hmm. I like the first one, combined action or operation. Yes. Okay, synergy, just to kind of break the word down, uh, both of them are from the Greek S Y N being the uh, prefix there, <clears throat> and it means together or unity, like synonym, synergy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then, of course, uh, energy uh, speaks for itself. That's yeah. from the, the Greek word ergon or ergos, which means work. Yeah. So synergy means uh, focused work. Mm. 
And the, the law of synergy in physics says this, uh, just in a practical way, that uh, two horses that could each pull 1,000 pounds, when you hook them up together, they can pull a total of 2,500 pounds. Wow. <laughs> So, and, and what happens is with that synergy, it, it actually works not only with putting more energy, but now, see, that extra 500 pounds that comes in there, it has to come from somewhere. Where does it come from? There is a, it not only gives uh, more cooperation there, and this is one of my favorite sayings, which, by the way, is, uh, is quoted a number of times uh, in many different situations now and that is that uh, progress is always the function of increased cooperation mm -hmm. and so that's just basically a principle talking about synergy yeah. and so as as two horses get together and each could pull a thousand pounds together they can pull 2500 pounds so there's something in that togetherness there that teamwork and it uh, it actually decreases the effect of drag on that when 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 those forces are are together uh, and that's a uh, here again that's where when we do things uh, explore things in science and then to understand that everything that we learn from science is a parable into spiritual things and uh, and into God's kingdom, then uh, we understand that decreasing that drag, uh, we do so by having a plan, by, by having more focus, more intentionality, by teamwork because of the law of synergy. And uh, I, I just want to close with this illustration about uh, reducing cognitive drag. It's the illustration of, of geese. You know, whenever I was just a boy, it used to always amaze me that when geese would fly over in the fall or the spring, going north or south, that they would be in a V. And so I'd always wonder uh, why they did that. Then later on, I found out that they do that because the goose that's in the front, he's taking the majority of the resistance. But these other, these other geese, they line up at, at exactly the right angle behind that first one so that the drag is reduced with every goose. So the longer the V is, the less drag that last goose has. Oh, wow. <laughs> so as we increase teamwork, we actually decrease drag for everybody. And then, now it, does, it doesn't decrease the resistance with the front goose, but after that guy gets a little tired, this is what happens. He goes all the way to the back of the V, and the next goose, one of those others, steps up in in the place. So let's at least be as smart as a goose and let's share the load you and know. let's decrease drag so that we can get the job done with less energy and have some energy to celebrate. Remember, life works better with celebration. Yes, all year round. <laughs> you know, I used to hear the thing, you know, oh, you silly goose. I'm good with that. <laughs> Call me the silly goose. I, I just love that analogy. That was a good one. Yes. And I think it's a good leadership analogy, too. Yes. You know, people in leadership, churches, organizations. I like that analogy. That, that's decreased a good dragon. One. So that's why it helps. We say we bounce something off of someone. Yeah. Just share an idea. That's decreasing cognitive drag. Mm -hmm. 
when we share that idea with someone else. I love it. And you know what? Guys, you're listening today. Let's share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a neighbor, whomever, because this is going to bless people and get rid of cognitive drag. Yes, and go ahead and share it with an enemy. They may end up being a friend. Oh, okay. We're gonna- <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week right here at Life Works Better with Coach Mel.